This is the introduction to a podcast of D&D. That's true. Truer words have never been spoken. It's just wah. Welcome. Hello, friends and listeners, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm your dungeon master and host, Paul, and I'm joined, like every week, by my four pals. Hey guys, it's Lark, Jeremy, same person. Hi, I'm Jeffrey, and I play Servants Off the Wall. I am Alan, and I play Jimalil Cart. Hi, I'm Red, and I'm Kellen. So, I have a quick question before we get started in earnest. Yes. I know the name of the podcast is Make Believe Heroes. Mm-hmm. And so, I assume at some point we are going to make some Believe Heroes, but what is a Believe Hero? You're, mm. you're putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong word. You're, all, you're off the podcast. We're making heroes that we believe in. Okay, that makes sense. I see it now. Do you believe in life after love, Alan? I don't. Uh, yes, because I'm still alive. <laughs> And I will never love again I believe in death Never again Mm, 15 episodes boys Did you ever think we'd make it this far? No Did you ever think that no one wants to listen to this show anymore? (laughs) Yes That's possible Uh, It's possible In the last 15 weeks we may have gathered And then subsequently lost our entire listenership But this wouldn't have been 15 weeks I mostly blame Laura for that you released two episodes on two different weeks, so it's That's not been true. 15 weeks yet. That's true. It's like, what, 13 weeks? The future is now. The future is now. Are you fellas ready to get into some Dungeons and Dragons? This week yes. on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Before we do, I'm going to roll this giant blue D20. Yeah, you are. Oh, oh. well, this is your week, boys. I rolled a two. Yay! Yeah, we're going to survive, because uh, last episode... Yeah. And now for an episode of all role-playing. Oh. Oh. (laughs) JK, maybe. Oh. So. JK, rolling. Uh. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't, I I really don't know what's wrong with this group. I I think we, we, we took like an hour to get set up with some new audio equipment, so. Yeah. We're not usually this loose by the time we get started, so. Yeah. Last week. Our party finally found the small horde of orcs that was camped out on the outstretches of the drylands. Along with their four half-orc companions, they were able to finally defeat this horde of orcs, but narrowly doing so. Sir Vance fell to the sword of his enemy, and even Fang, the leader of the half-orcs, fell as well. This battle was not without its losses. In the end, Charlie, the faithful bear companion of our ranger Kellen, fell to the enemy with one of the explosive orcs right next to him as Kellen dealt it a killing blow. It exploded, and the acidic poison that burst forth from it was too much for Charlie to handle. When we ended, our party was picking up the prisoners, finding out who was severely injured as Kellen over Charlie's body, weeping. As Charlie dissolved into these weird spectral leaves and blew off into the wind, Kellen ran into the woods, weeping. We begin the next morning. Our party members, with the exclusion of Kellen, 
along with the half-orcs, saw to the prisoners, delivered some medical expertise to those that had been wounded, gave them some food, tended to them to their needs, and uh, set up a camp and a strenuous watch through the night as they all got a much-needed night's rest. And as the sun rises, their hearts are not as heavy as they were the night before. A good night's rest and a bright sun rising with their enemies finally defeated does the heart good. With the morning sun above them, Sir Vance, Lorik, Guy, and Jim are gathering up their things and helping get all the prisoners ready for a long journey back east. Well, friends, I greatly appreciate your help in defeating these orcs, I have to say. There for a minute, I wasn't sure I was going to make it through. It was a pretty rough battle. It looked like you had about as much of the trouble as I did, Vance. Yep. Almost died. Yeah, you, you should you should never do that again. That that, that would be good. What's that? Fight orcs? No, no uh, Sir Vance. Should he, you know, die? I should die? No, don't, don't, please don't die. That, you, that's you what I mean. You want Sir Vance to, oh, you don't want Sir Vance no. to die. Okay. Fang? Yeah? Where, which way are you headed? Where are you going? We're going back home. We're headed east from here. East? Yeah. You guys have been heading northwest. You came from the southeast, and he's heading back in that direction. I see, I see. Well, uh, you're, you're, I guess, the only half-orcs I've ever met. It's, it's been really interesting. I'm glad you got your people back. Well, so am I, and it has been that. It's been interesting, hasn't it? Um, yeah, um... I mean, I stabbed one of you when I first saw you, so... One of me? That was me. Did you forget already? I mean, no. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Thorn comes wandering up to... Jim, are you standing there with them? I'm standing there with them. Okay, just making sure, because he was going to address you. Thorn comes walking up. Well, fellas, I guess it's been uh, it's been real, but uh, I wouldn't say it's been real fun, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Although... <laughs> You know, it was nice to stretch the legs. Grim business, that, but I'm glad that we were able to persevere and overcome and do good things and rescue people in need. Right, right. Right. Yeah, victory and all that. And, uh, well, I can't say I'm sad to see there's a few less orcs left on this world. Oh, come now. There's probably some good orcs somewhere. Don't. No, there's not. No. <laughs> no? I think Cervantes is right. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll put that in my notebook, and I pretend to scribble. Okay. Um, so so what about killing? Have you all going to go look for him, or what's, well, the, I, what's the plan I, I, there? I was going to go right, right now, actually. He he probably needs probably needs someone to talk to. And Lork, like, goes towards where Charlie died, and he's going to scoop up a couple of the leaves. Well, the leaves are gone. Oh. The leaves, like, blew off into the wind and disappeared. There's not a leaf, not one? Mm-mm. Sad. Not a... They're all gone. Is there a... Well, no, he w I was going to say, is there a hunk of fur? But Lorik would not say... Is there a hunk of fur? Is there any, like, guts laying there? Like some viscera? <laughs> Small intestines? Oh, my God. <laughs> is there soon. some of that exploded orc there still? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of that around. I guess Lorik's going to, like, go over to where Charlie died and stupidly look around for some leaves and then realize, oh, there's none here. And then okay. he's going to head off into the woods, the general direction that Kellen went. While you've kind of stepped over there to maybe inspect the area, Sir Vance and Jim, as you're standing there with Thorn and Fang, Guy comes walking up to you, Sir Vance, and he says, "So I, I, I've got 
what few provisions we've we've managed to scrounge up from the half orcs and from the orcs ready for the trip. Good work. We need everything we can get because we pretty much don't have anything except water. Yeah, just water and our weapons. But we got a lot of water. That's true. <laughs> That's true. He turns to Fang and he says, "Thanks, Fang, for for like the dried meats and stuff that you've given us." And Fang says, "Oh, there's no no problem. I understand you've got a ways to go, and, and we do as well. So, y- you all are about to head straight into Fulling Grove, is that right?" Yes, as soon as possible. Okay, okay. Uh, about this time, Lorik, as you're standing over there, kind of looking around and starting to think about heading in the direction that you saw Kellen leave in, you spot someone walking your way from off in the distance. Someone? Short person. Short redheaded person. K- Kellen? Kellen? Yeah, it's Kellen. I, I start, I meet him before he gets to everyone. You kind of take off meeting him as he's walking this way? Mm-hmm. Kellen, you look up to the sound of running footprints as Lark is running up towards you. Kel- Kellen? Are, are you okay? Uh, uh, Kellen just kind of droops his head and he just keeps walking. It's almost like he tried to say something, but he couldn't. Lorik's like, he's over six foot tall. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let Kellen just walk by him. He's going to put both hands on one on each shoulder and stop him and like mm-hmm. drop down on his knees and hug him. And Kellen, it's it's okay. I'm, I'm so sorry. Kellen just immediately starts weeping on Lorik's shoulder. He doesn't say anything. He just, he drips his face right on Lorik's shoulder and just starts weeping. It's it's okay it's okay it's okay, um we we can, I mean we can try magic and and, and maybe we can maybe we can find Charlie in the weave somewhere and uh, it it's all right um and Lork's just gonna keep getting more and more awkward about it. So Kellen eventually raises his head and he he goes it it's okay Lork it's okay he says we we should probably get back to the group we'll just take it from here. He kind of wedges way out of your hands and then starts walking towards the group i'll follow a few seconds later you guys walk up to the camp there and everyone's kind of watching you not not like everybody is stopped and staring at you but surveillance guy and jim are probably kind of looking your way hey guys i'm back welcome back hey um so y'all ready to go absolutely we need to go that way as soon as possible yep I promise to take y'all there, and I will, so. You're doing all right, little man. Yeah, Fang, I just wanted to come by, and uh, before y'all left, I just wanted to thank y'all for the opportunity to help. He steps over, puts a hand on your shoulder, and he says, I'm sorry about your loss, Kellen. I can't tell you how much we appreciate your help and Charlie's help in saving our people and these others that were taken by these orcs. What you did was... A great thing, and it cost you a great deal. He just kind of pauses for a moment. I, I think it's what he wouldn't wanted. I think he wanted to, to help, and I think mm. that was the best way for him to go. So, he definitely had an honorable death fighting for the innocent. Indeed, and he kind of hugs him. I mean, he kind of hugs his leg because that's you know. sure. Yeah, he's like six foot five or something. Yeah. <laughs> Thorn steps up, puts a hand on his shoulder, and says, Well, Kellen, it was nice to meet you, and I'm glad that we got to uh, work together. Oh, it was good to work with you, too, Thorn. If you ever come around our way in the drylands again, just uh, give me a holler. Love to do some hunting with you. I definitely will. So you, you're about to take them into Fallen Grove, right? 
Indeed I am. I'm going to take them to my mom and pa's. I assume that you've all got the sanction, he says, looking at the, the group of you. So, the sanction? Oh. What? Sanction. Nope. I forgot about that. What's a sanction? Sir Vance, what's a sanction? It's a good question. Well, the sanctions, like, I don't really know how to explain it, but basically, if if you go into Fallen Grove, then he looked, he said, none of you have ever been to Fallen Grove before? No, I've never been to Fallen Grove, but I'm really excited about going there. We're going to save the tree. <laughs> I read about it once. And you, you've heard of the sanction? Never heard of any sanctions What's before? a sanction? Explain, por favor. I don't really know how to explain it, but when you go into Fallen Grove, there'll be a sort of, like a feeling you get, I suppose, is the best way to describe it. Uh, he kind of looks to Kellen. I think it has something to do with Atonia. What? Yeah. Oh, well, Atonia's part of the, the pantheon of Paylor. I'm sure that I'll be allowed to enter. Nothing to worry about, right? Right. Well, it's probably, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, most of the time, it's it's really less... Okay, imagine like the forest is either accepting you or denying you. So, guys, remember that time Sir Vance tried to use some Paylor magic on me and it... it it didn't go well. I remember that. So what what happens if Atonia or the Sanction or whatever it may be rejects you, Mr. Fang? Guess you're getting left behind. What are they talking about, Kellen? Well, why don't you just tell us? If you get denied, it's definitely going to make our trip a lot harder. Your body explodes. Denied. So, like, uh, it's no, illegal no, for nothing, you to be Nothing there? like that, but... <laughs> When you say your body explodes, Thorn Thorn laughs. No, <laughs> wouldn't that be no, funny? No, no. Just people just exploding all over the forest. That seems delightful. Except not. It's almost like when that no. orc exploded and killed Charlie. Oh boy! Too oh, soon. Too, oh. soon. Oh. Too, soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Wait, who, who exploded the orc? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Kellen. You gotta understand, guys. Fallen Grove is not a place. I'm so confused. I mean, it is. It's it's a forest, but Fallen Grove, it has a will of its own. That's that's about the best way to describe it. A will of its own. Right. When you go into the forest, I've been, we've all been, he says, looking at Thorn. And when you go in, you'll know it. It's like you can feel the forest watching you, judging you, sort of. So long as you're not there to cause harm to the forest or to Atonia's creation, you should be fine. So long as you don't have any sort of like a bone to pick with Atonia or her people, you should be fine. Hmm. I wonder if Lurk will be fine then. What? I mean... Well, why would you say that? Why would you say it? I'm more worried about me. Wait. I'm, I'm worried about both of you, actually. You're worried about... Why would you be worried about me, Vance? It's like Kellen said. If you are rejected, it's not like the trees are going to pick you up and throw you out. He said something about you not liking Atonia's creation. I love Atonia, though. I I was more talking about Lorik on that one. Oh. Well, it's not going to stop you from going. It's just going to make your journey a bit more difficult. So if you're denied the sanction from Fallen Grove from Atonia, then imagine if every route is trying to trip you oh, and every no. mud hole is shifting into your way and it just it, that's why it's such a trudge for orcs and wicked creatures like that to travel through and to be honest it mostly just accomplishes in making them more grumpy which isn't great for everyone else but 
There you go. Is it dangerous? What? I hear it's dangerous to go alone. The sanction? The anti-sanction. Well, if you're denied the sanction, well, <laughs> going into Fallen Grove is dangerous. Like, what if I fall in mud and drown? <laughs> he just looks at you for a second, Jim, and he's like, if you're going to fall in a mud hole and drown, you probably shouldn't be going to Fallen Grove anyway. Oh, well, I don't think I'll do that normally, but if the forest is working against me, I don't know. Depends on how much it doesn't like me. It's just going to make it difficult for travel. It's just going to make it arduous, slow, you know? I, I can handle slow. I'm I'm pretty slow sometimes. You five seem like good, upstanding gentlemen. You should be fine. I, I imagine you won't have any trouble. So. Well, we seem that way, why do most you, of us. Vance, why do you think that it would hold me back? I'm just saying... Grip comes walking up behind you guys and puts a hand on Fang's shoulder. He looks back at him. He says, oh, well, we should probably be on our way. We've got a long way to go, and um, our people will be looking for the the children and their family members. So he reaches a hand out to you, Sir Vance. Captain? Uh, I'll shake his hand. May the gods bless your journey. And then he extends the hand to the rest of you as well. I shake his hand. Lord nervously shakes his hand. I shake his hand. He turns around to walk away, and Thorn just kind of gives you all a wink and says, Well, see ya. And he heads off. Peace. May you find water and shade. <laughs> oh, if you see any magic <laughs> items, make sure you, t- you bring them to me. They don't acknowledge that. You said yeah. that. Um, so, guys, I need to talk to Sir Vance about some things, if that's possible, if we can talk in private. Yeah, y- you can, with, with me there, too. No, well, Lark. Lark, no, uh, just... That's not private. Guy says, Lark, why don't you, uh, why don't you help me get together some of these, um, provisions? But if, if we're talking about the quest, I mean, this... No, we're, this, we're not this, talking about the quest. This all started with, with me and, hey, Lark, I mean... Yeah, yeah, come, come help me, I'll, we'll talk about the quest while we're doing it. Okay, Guy. Hey, you used Magic Missile! I did, isn't that cool? It was awesome! I didn't pass out this time. I mean... Almost, but you're gonna get so much better. I pull Servants off to the side. Off to. Off to a side. Servants off to the side. To. <laughs> I pull him <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> so Servants, there's something I need to talk to you about. What is it, Kellen? It kind of pertains to Lorik. Oh yeah. As I told you, I'm gonna take you to my mom and pause. There's some certain things. That applies to my mom that I don't think Lorik would per se like. And... Is she a gnome? Well, (laughs) to put it plainly, my mom is a wood elf. I really don't want to take Lorik into my parents' house if he's going to act the way he's kind of acted away around me. Lark just hugged you. you understand? He just hugged you. I'll talk with him. Everything will be all right. I just, I want to make sure that, you know, he doesn't offend my parents, but Sir Vance, I kind of want maybe your help to maybe explain this to Lorik, if that would be all right. Sure. You know, maybe bring him into understanding of, maybe try to help him out of his racist ways, <laughs> to put it plainly. Yeah, we can talk to him. I don't think he's truly a racist. I think he just doesn't understand a lot of things. He's very naive. Yeah, that, that could be the problem, but... I really appreciate it. No problem. But we can we can head over 
and Kellen just kind of walks off back to the group. Okay, Jim, what were you doing during this time? I was observing. Just kind of in the middle, just looking at over to one side with Kellen and Vance and the other side with Guy and Lorik. Well, not so much them as the landscape, trying to figure out, huh, I wonder when I'll be able to feel the sanction or not. Uh-oh. Trying to look around, trying to... Just thinking. Just pondering, but also looking. Jimmy's getting nervous. You all come back together, and Guy says, well, I, I think we've got everything. Are we ready to go? Yeah, we, sh- we should hurry. We need to go. We need to save the tree. Where are we going? Fallen, uh, Fallen Grove. You know where we're going. So, uh, okay. Jim, what are we gonna do if uh, you know you get all freaky whenever we we get to this this place? <laughs> well, I'm hoping. Best case scenario, I get the sanction that whatever happened before was just a fluke. Worst case scenario, sounds like I'm gonna be tripped by a tree and fall in mud, which doesn't sound pleasant, but I can deal. But if it, if it gets worse than that, then I might just have to not go to Fallen Grove and hang out away. The problem with this is, it could affect all of us, and it could hinder our quest, which we were given by Paylor himself. If you want, I could walk... Like a man? You know, 30, 30 feet away. Walk like a man? <laughs> yeah. Or like an walk Egyptian. like a man, my son. I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure it'll be fine, but I guess we won't know till we get there. We could always still try to exercise that demon. One thing, a sanction doesn't happen automatically sometimes. It might happen, like, within a day or two of entering Fallen Grove. So we might be well on into Fallen Grove by the time that you fall into mud or something else. Well, that doesn't sound safe. What are we going to do, Sir Vance? We're just going to go on with the quest. I mean, I guess that's all we can do. We could try to sprinkle some holy water on Jim and see what happens. <laughs> but what if you melt him? Well, then he would deserve to be melted. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. you can kind of start on my like my wrist and see what happens. Okay. I mean, if that you think that's what we need to do? No. Well, I think we should just head over there. <laughs> Let's just do that. And we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm extremely curious about what what would happen with holy water, but at the same time, I'm mildly averse to pain, so it's they cancel out a little bit. Well, okay. All right. Well, let's head on. So you all gather up your things and head west with a little bit of a northern inclination. And as I said before, as you guys were, you know, just coming closer to Fallen Grove all the time, you began to see more flora, more trees, more grass, more greenery. And as you all are getting closer and closer to Fallen Grove, it, this is beginning more and more prevalent. You're still about a day's journey from what would be considered the border of Fallen Grove. And when I call it a border, you're going to see it as that. You all travel most of that day from, it's pretty early morning just after sunrise as you all begin your walk. And the closer you get to Fallen Grove as it's drawing toward the later part of the afternoon, you see the land start to rise up in front of you. Oh, It looks like a mountain, but it's not. And one of you might even point out, wow, is, is this like on a mountain? And Kellen will explain, no, it, it's not on a mountain. What it is, is the trees get larger 
and larger and taller and taller the deeper you get into Fallen Grove in, to the extent that it's almost like a dome wow. of a forest. Does that make sense? It does. How, how big are the trees, Helen? I mean, huge, dude. They're like 100 feet tall. Huge. They're gigantic. They're huge. Just make sure you don't miss the forest for the trees. <laughs> <laughs> they also they make a giant wall. A wall? They make a huge wall. It's huge. That's not a problem because we can get off the wall. <laughs> oh, oh. Got I don't get it. Oh, he explains that it's a like a wall of trees, and as you all get closer and closer, as the day is drawing to a close, you come upon just that. It's like you know where you're at now. You're kind of walking through what you would consider to be not a forest, but you know some trees growing here and there. You know, there's there's one every few yards you're walking through what seems almost like a plain with some trees in it lots of grass you know you see some daisies and different things growing around but you come to a point where it is literally like a line that changes and there are these trees standing there and they almost lean forward just a little bit like a border like hey this is the line you're about to cross the line into Fallen Grove you know, you look on a map and you see state lines. If you were to drive to the state line between Tennessee and North Carolina, you wouldn't see a line there. But if there were a map drawn from overhead of Fallen Grove, the line that's drawn would be the line of trees. It grows for miles in either direction, and it almost looks like an ocean of green rising up above you. Whoa. The sun is it's setting now as you guys reach the line of Fallen Grove. Well, guys, we're here. Wow. Welcome. I mean, look at this place. Look at the look at the trees. I cautiously step over the line. You stick a foot over the line? Yeah. Nothing happens. How how far away is it, Kellen? We're still a couple of days away from my mom Paul's. Your mom, your your mom and dad's. Hmm. Yep. So is your dad is he like uh does does he like help with government or is he like a teacher or what does he do? Oh no. He uh he's actually a he is an alchemist. An al- Oh, he- magic. Well, I, I guess you could say. He doesn't make chimeras, does he? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No. Mm. So, um, he's, he's an alchemist. Um, does, has, he, has he created any magic items? You know, me and a couple of my friends, we tried to, we tried to make some stuff before. Mm, I don't think he's ever created any magical items besides maybe potions but i mean we could always ask he he really likes to tinker a whole lot i mean he is a gnome so oh is that something oh, never mind guy steps up between you two and he goes uh so are we stopping here for the night are we setting up camp here what's that's what i was about to ask what would you like to do would y'all like to set up camp and then head on in in the morning or i mean the sun is setting yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we should. In that way, if I that... think it would be best, actually, that that would be my recommendation. Is if we set up camp tonight, and then in the morning we can head on in. Yeah, just make sure we set up camp on this side of the line. Yes, indeed. <laughs> right. This side of the line. You think we should uh, work on Wolfsbane? I guess we could. We don't have any tools or anything to work on it. Oh, we better not open it then. But I do, I do have some tools back home that we can work on it. But we're gonna need a clearing. But so I'm sure we'll fix it eventually. How do you make a camp? <laughs> Step one: <laughs> collect wood. Okay, I will go get some wood. 
All right. That's probably not a good idea for you to get wood. Guy, <laughs> will you collect some wood for us, please? <laughs> I mean, um, you, um, I, I can help. You mean like uh, you you want me to go in there and get wood? How about this? I'll go get wood, and y'all sit right here. That seems wise. That's probably the best decision. So Kellen just walks into the forest beyond the line and starts to go gather wood. Okay, you all set up camp. We're not going to belabor this. Kellen goes into the forest, and within a few minutes, he comes back carrying plenty of dead wood for you guys to use to build a little fire there. You build a fire next to the line of of the forest, settle in for the night. Is there anything that anyone needs to do before you go to sleep? Do you really want me to put some holy water on you, Jim? (laughs) We can wait till we're not this close to the place that probably doesn't like me. (laughs) Okay. Do you have holy water just on you? I can make holy water. Yeah, with your water skin. You could just make holy water out of your water. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> For peeing? You're a- Holy water. No, it's not a euphemism. Am I a euphemism? Yes. Oh, gosh. Are you? You are. Are you, Jim? Uh, some days. Guy says, so should we set up a watch? Yeah, um, if if you guys want to, you know, let me meditate, I'll I'll take over. That sounds cool. I'm going to go ahead and meditate right here. And he sits down across the fire looking towards the woods and eyes open, starts meditating, thinking on the vision. I mean, does that mean he's still able to watch? Did we discuss this before? No, he's not able to watch. You all are taking a watch while he meditates. Are all of you watching or just some of you? I'm just going to set up. I'm going to watch. I'm going to pull out my loot and play a nice... Quiet melody. If he's playing the lute, I'm not sleeping, so. You're not sleeping? No. I'm going to keep a watch as well. I'm going to do that thing where I like stretch a little bit and stuff. Stretch <laughs> a little bit. And then I'm going to go to bed. Okay. Guy goes to sleep. A few minutes later, Jim goes to sleep. Four hours pass. Uneventfully, nothing happens. I assume you guys wake Laura and go to sleep. I'm sitting at on this log, like next to this log. And I wait okay. till I know that Jim falls asleep. And I kind of roll over at first and I like look at him for a good long time. He has something wrong when he's sleeping. I guess uh-huh. he has like sleep apnea or something. Yeah. I'll walk over to him and just check. <laughs> Sounds oh, he's, like he's dying. He's totally fine though. So I walk over to Sir Vance. <laughs> he's totally fine. And I have sleep apnea in real life. So I, I, this is, I'm okay. I can make fun of myself. Okay. <laughs> I, I tap him one good time and I'm like, hey, Servants. Servants. Hey. Servants. What is it? Hey, um, if it's alright with you, I think it would be a good a good time to have that talk with Lorik. While I'm sleeping? Well perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing is what I believed. So just you all right, wanna get let's up? Let's do it. Yeah. I'll walk over to Lorik. Lork's calmly walking around the fire, arms crossed, piddling with his wand of wonders. Mm. He would constantly be making perception checks just over and over and over and over. In character. Yes, in character. In character, he'd be like, uh, perception check. And he'd look around, and then he'd step around the fire a little bit more, and he'd be like, perception check. And he'd like take his hand and put it over his eyes and peer into the forest. <laughs> he'd be like, got a 20 on that one. Right. Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. But he actually got a one. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> the characters don't know. Okay. So. Yes. 
I'm gonna walk up to Lorik. Yes. Oh. Hey. Uh, uh, hey, hey Kellen. Hey, Lorik. You should be uh, asleep, right? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about something, and uh, it's kind of been boiling over for a while because you know we've been so busy. I mean, it feels like we haven't boiling. stopped really to talk at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm so I'm sorry about Charlie. Yeah. But... It's it's fun. It, it's okay. I promise. I'm I'm good now. But you know after I came back to camp, you gave me that hug and uh it really made me want to talk to you about something. Do you mind if we just talk for a little bit? I mean, yeah, of course. Of course we can. Kellen goes and grabs a log and sits by the fire, kind of pokes at it with his stick. So, Lorik, um Yeah, what's wrong, man? Ever since I joined this quest, you know, I, I, I guess you could say that I was so happy to be part of a, an adventure. You know, I've been by myself for so long as far as hanging out, and I don't have a lot of friends. When I joined your group, I thought that, you know, it, it would be fun and I would get to go on an adventure. And Oh my gosh, it's been so much fun. Yeah, and possibly save the world. And terrifying. But, and we might even we might even save the tree. Hashtag save the tree. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. But there's something that's been bothering me. And well, I mean, you always have friends here. You're part of our group. You're part of this. I mean, we're we're all tied together to to do something great. We're. I mean, we, listen. We could e- we could even be heroes. Lorik. What? It's not that. What do you see that is wrong with me? What bothers you so much about gnomes? What what bothers you about other races? Why gnomes? why why are you just constantly Lorik, you're racist. You Wait, 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 wait. Kellen, you're my friend. I know, Lorik. Aren't you my friend? I am your friend. But I, I just I didn't know, okay. Oh well, I mean my Listen, listen, Lorik. I need to tell you something, okay? And I don't I don't want this to turn bad but you should know um we're going to see my parents tomorrow yeah and you have you have gnomes for for parents gnomes no yeah i i i, I get it I don't. my dad's my dad hey. said gnomes were, what what my mom is a wood elf i didn't want to tell you this because i knew lorik stands up lorik he's a what she's she's a wood elf lorik from what family I, I mean, the Dimble family. That's that's all I know. It's... Okay, here here's here's what it is. So my dad, my dad told me to to watch out for gnomes and 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 halflings. Sometimes that they're tricksters. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. I, I just I just had I, you're the first gnome I've ever got to meet, and you're like one of the nicest people I've ever met, and and it's been awesome. But do you know what the what else did? I've heard stories and. How old is your of... mom? Do you know how old how old she is? Maybe she didn't know. Maybe she's not one of those. Maybe it's okay. But do you, you know what they did? No, I don't. Well, they left us. They betrayed us. They stabbed us in the back. But my mom didn't do that. They took, my mom... Our, they took our heirlooms. They took our heritage. But they took part that's... of magic. They took the wrong part of magic, Kellen. But that's not what my mom did. That's My mom ha- has never done that. She would never hurt anyone. She especially betrayed someone of her own race she wouldn't do that so that's it that's why i ask how old she is because maybe she 
I'm sorry, Kent, Kellen. It, it's not your fault. And and I really I don't understand because you know I've never I've never met any I've never met a wood elf, I, I, but I know history and I know what my family's taught me. And well, so, some of them some of them are still alive. Some of them are still alive that did that to us. They're still they're listen, still our Lord, our elders are still they still cry about it. My dad always told me that people make mistakes and. I have. I've made my fair share of mistakes, and it's cost me dearly. I honestly can't tell you the pain that I've experienced because of my mistakes and my failures, but my dad always told me that the best way to get over that is to forgive and let go. So even if back then the Wood Elves did something terrible, even though I don't know what it is, my mom never did something like that to you and I'm I'm positive that she would never treat you like that all I ask is that you give her a chance Loric that you give everyone else a chance Kellen can you do that yeah okay Kellen for you yeah you're my friend it's your mom I, I mean I'll try I'm just I'm worried how old is she Kellen how old is she She's around 300. Well, that that's that makes me feel better, Helen. Here's the thing. And I sit down. Lark sits down with his wand in his hand. And he's not jittering. And he's just steely glazed, staring back at Kellen and goes, I can't do anything with the traitor. There, there were wood elves that hurt my family directly. And I don't think they deserve to see me to be part of the High Elves. They're my enemy. You understand that? I understand. But I don't... What you're saying... I, You're my friend. I'll, I'll try anything. And I, I, I mean, I, I don't even say anything. She's young, you know? I'm young. She's not much older than me. <laughs> Thank you, Loric. Thank you. And I, I promise it'll be like nothing is wrong. She's a great, a great woman. She loves everyone and she takes care of them. And I promise you that. Well, I mean, if, if she's important to you, I'm, I'm sure she's awesome. And he stands up and starts fidgeting again and walks around the fire a few times. Well, Lorik, um, I'm going to head off to bed. All right. Uh, be safe. Hmm. Rest up. I got us. I, I, I'm watching. Kellen walks back over to his log and then just kind of nestles in and he falls asleep. I guess Sir Vance awkwardly gets up. No, nope. Sir Vance fell asleep while they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. I love that. <laughs> Jim and Sir Vance both sound like they're dying in their sleep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm very tired. Okay. The night passes. There, are, so you might spot a squirrel or some small woodland creature, but nothing, nothing dangerous. Lork kind of paces the edge of camp, and he'll step in and out of the woods a couple times just to kind of see the trees and put his hands on them and mm-hmm. see what kind of trees they are. But at one point, he definitely like very soon after they first go to sleep, he's gonna come back into the camp and he's gonna tap, tap, tap on uh, Sir Vance's shoulder. Just tap, tap, tap. Okay. Hey, hey, Vance. What do you want? Do you want to pour some holy water on him while he's asleep? <laughs> you know, that might not be a bad idea. Let's, 
I, I think you should. It, it might be better to discover it here than in the middle of the woods. That's true. It could very well delay our mission. I'd rather him, you know, choose to do it, but I think we need to be safe. How long have I been asleep? Just a few minutes, right? Yeah. Okay. The spell, it takes an hour to cast. So you want to take an hour and make some holy water? I do. Okay. You spend an hour, you turn some water that you have or Lark had into holy water. What do you do with it? I want to... I'm this, taking this could this, go so bad. <laughs> this skin of holy water. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to, you know, quietly walk over to Jim. Okay. And... Lars going to stand wand ready, like, behind Jim. Okay. I want to be, like, at his head. That way, if he, like, stands up, he's not going to, you know, hit me or nothing like that. Right. Hopefully. So, and then I'll just pour some water on his face. Okay. Jim. Yes. Someone's pouring water on your face. (laughs) (laughs) I jump up and go... (laughs) My eyes roll back in my head and I say... I draw my sword. I say, guys, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was about to say, I use magic missile at second level. Oh my god! Please don't do that. That was inadvisable. It could have hurt. Also, just rude. It's super. Loric like slightly tinkles, just tinkles a little bit. (laughs) Jim, we we just wanted to make sure. That things weren't going to go south when we got into this forest. Jim, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Please don't ever do that again. What in the world? Please don't pour water on me again. What was that? I didn't, that was Vance. I didn't do it. Sorry, I I tripped a little. I was trying to get a drink. Galax over at you. All he sees what's going on. He just turns his head back around and lays it down. This group is so dysfunctional. <laughs> I'll go. I'll walk over and pour some water on Guy's face. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Vance? Say something else, guy. He doesn't say anything. Right. <laughs> he just looks at you. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. He rolls over a little bit sullenly. I'm going to drink some holy water. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. It's good for the digestive I think, system. I think I can. I'm a, I'm a paladin of Paylor. <laughs> okay, it's not holy anymore. It empowers me. Oh, me. All right, and then I'll just go to bed. Okay, Guys, you, you go to Sir bed. Vance is going to have holy peas. Yes. The rest of the night passes uneventfully. No no one pees on anyone or wait, pours water on their face. Wait, wait. Yes. W- once he falls asleep, uh-huh. uh I get my flask <laughs> and a small cup <laughs> and fill up fill up the small cup full of water. Okay. And then put his hand in it. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Do you heat it over the fire? Uh, yes. Just a little, get it nice and warm. Yeah, I'll warm it up. <laughs> All right, Sir Vance, roll me, roll me a Constitution save. A Constitution save? Yeah, roll me a Constitution save. Oh no! What do you roll? What is it? <laughs> it's a five total. You pee yourself. I got a three. <laughs> oh my god! Lord's uh. just like, yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Alan, have have inspiration. Thank you. Where's my inspiration, Paul? Where's my you inspiration? Already, you already have it. 
Do I really? I've been trying to use that crap. I do. So after Servance pees himself and doesn't notice, just <laughs> keeps sleeping right through it, then do you go to bed, Jim? I go to bed. And how do you feel about yourself? Uh, Still nervous, but mostly pretty okay. I just meant like after what you just did. Oh, I, I, I mean, that that's helped with my nervousness. <laughs> okay. You just laughed to yourself. He should feel inspired. He does. He's He is inspired. I do. The night passes the next morning. The sun rises, and you all wake up feeling refreshed. Sir Vance, your pants are wet. Wow. You kind of check yourself, and you think you might have peed in the night. Mm. I don't tell anyone that. <laughs> That's kind of what I figured, so just, but you know. I do know. You know, First chance you get to do any freshening up, you might want to do that. I do have a question, though. Yeah. If I peed holy water... No. <laughs> Come on. And it was an undead. What would happen? No. Paul. Paul saying. No. Oh my gosh. No. The question of all ages. If okay. anything can turn holy water unholy, it's peeing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I, I think I get it. Okay. So the next morning, you're all gathering up your things. You know, it's a good morning. You feel good. I assume you just gather up your things and follow Kellen into the forest. <sighs> Are you all ready to go? Yes, please. I'm, I've been waiting all night. Can we, can we go? Yep. If everybody's ready. Let's do it. All right, guys. So let's head on in. And Kellen steps across the line, starts to walk in. couple of things. First of all, Kellen, in terms of your character as a ranger, one of your abilities is... That you have your preferred terrain, right? Yes. Which is the forest. Yes, this is my preferred. And what that gives you is difficult terrain doesn't slow your group's travel. Ooh, okay, cool. Your group can't become lost except by magical means. Uh, even when you're engaged in activities such as traveling, uh, you remain alert to danger. If you're traveling alone, you can move stealthily at a normal pace. When you forage, you find twice as much food as normal. And while tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact number, size, and how long ago they passed through the area. Sweet. What it is, is, Kellen, as you step over the border into Fallen Grove, with the sun rising and you're heading into Fallen Grove, you feel at home. Nice. You know that warm, fuzzy feeling you feel around Christmas time? Yeah. You walk in the house and you smell those Christmassy smells, like cookies. the smell of, of cookies, exactly, sweets cooking, and... Uh, you know, we always buy this same air freshener in those little wallflower things that we use around Christmas time. And every time I smell it, I just feel Christmas down in my soul. You breathe nice. it. So that's what it's like when you step in to the forest of Fallen Grove. Yeah. Ten steps in, the air smells different in here. It smells like, it reminds you of flowers. It reminds you of that smell in the wind right before a, a rain breaks. Of wine and fruit of all flavors and autumn leaves. It's just all the things that you associate with home. That's what it smells like. The others on the journey, you all smell that as well. But for Kellen, it almost creates this warm sensation in your gut. I take a deep breath in, and I'm just... Ah, it's good to be home. Guy says, oh, man, does, is it just me or does it smell great in here? Man, I just feel like... I don't know, I feel like I could just... I don't know, go camping? I know, I know we just had a, a, like set up camp, but I feel like going camping and like fishing and just like laying down in a field in a canopy of trees, you know? We just did that, guy. Jim, you feel the same way. Breathe there the man with soul so dead who never to himself hath said, 
This is my own, my native land. If such there breathes, go, mark him well. For him no minstrel rapture swell. I don't know what he's saying, Sir Vince, but it sounds trademarked. <laughs> uh, Indeed. It's in public domain. It's an old Oh, yeah, poem. you're fine, I'd say. Oh, oh excellent. Yeah. That was really well said, Jim. Did you write that? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, now it's copyright. No, I'm just kidding. Sir Vance. Sir Vance. You smell the same smell that they smell, but you feel, it almost makes you feel wired. Like, let's wreck somebody? Nope. Like, somebody's looking over your shoulder. Somebody's watching you from behind the trees. Uncomfortable. Like, like a, the government's here. Yeah, like all <laughs> all the wires in your home are tapped. Uh, yeah, you, they're watching you through your uh, your Xbox. They're watching me through I my mean, microphone. They are. Yeah. <laughs> like when I take Sudafed. Oh, my God. Lorik, you feel the same way. You feel this. You feel like you're naked in a crowd. You know, you feel paranoid. Guys, um, is there something up in that tree? Like you're compelled to bring your wand out. Oh, yeah, no. I have a wand in each hand. Once I have a javelin in each hand. Okay. Whoa, guys, are are y'all okay? No, not really. I'm just kidding. I have a hand on each wrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do have my pack out, though, of course. I mean, it's Gus says, out. Sir Vance, what are you doing? Are, you, are y'all okay? Are y'all okay back Something there? Something seems off. Helen, uh, where are you taking us? Is this is this some kind of trick? What? Where's the path? Kellen, you know that this... You've never been around anyone who hadn't been given the sanction yet, okay? But you know that you've heard plenty of stories from your parents, different people, of, like, newcomers that come into Fallen Grove and that before they've gotten their sanction, maybe while they're still being judged or denied even, that they exhibit properties like these. Listen, guys. Listen. So, does Guy not feel this way? Guy feels super chill. Okay. Guy kind of looks around and he's like, you know, when I walked in here, there was like a weird buzzing in my ears, but now it's just gone. And when he says that, like Vance, you and, and Lark both hear that buzzing sound in the back of your ear. Jim, you don't remember hearing that at all. I didn't what, hear anything. What is this? Do you guys hear? What, what is happening? Why didn't you say that sooner, guy? Sir Vance. What? Lark, you need to calm down, okay? Listen, you know how we were talking about the sanction? I've never been with anyone who has never received the sanction. Helen, where's the path? Listen, Lork, Lork, I've heard stories, and this is exactly what happens when you're still being judged, okay? So you need to calm down. This is, you're being judged right now. We're being judged. So choose your actions wisely. Only Paylor could judge me. <laughs> well, I don't know how to respond to that. Sounds like a pretty dangerous thing. So you're you're saying Atonia is doing this? Yes, Atonia is essentially doing this. Atonia, Fallen Grove, so it, it, potato, potato. Atonia, you, you should know that we're here for for Paylor. Paylor sent us to help. Well, I'm here to help. I know. I just want to help. You just need to show the forest that it can trust you. That is, once you've done that, all of this will pass. And it seems that the forest trusts Guy and Jim. So you just need to show it that it can trust you, and you'll feel the same way we do. Show, show the forest? Yes. I'm going to try to put my wands up. Okay. Sir Vance, I've always heard that, that gnomes are trickysters. I don't know. I don't know if this is safe, but 
I'm gonna put these in in my belt here, and and um, okay. We've already talked about the gnome thing. Work. I, I, I know, but it's just it's weird that we're here, and now that now that this happens. Um, wait. So do, do, you just said it happens to everyone. It's happening to me too. Well, I mean, you, your javelins are out. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I feel great. I feel like I could write a song. Hey, Kellen, can I see your loot? Yeah. I hand my loot over to Guy. Well, here, let me play a little song. Maybe you can do it. And he can't play, but he's playing. <laughs> he's playing like somebody who thinks he can play. That's great, Guy. Guy, that sounds That's terrible. Wonderful. Please stop, Guy. Pants, if he doesn't stop, we won't hear somebody sneaking up on us. I'm getting really nervous. <laughs> Guys, you need to calm down. It's okay. I don't know why I worried so much. This is great. I'm going to walk over to a tree and be like, I got your back. <laughs> why? We need to prove oh. it to the forest. <laughs> okay. The forest feels very, very safe with you holding a big bladed weapon up <laughs> as you walk toward it. Covered in metal. Um, should we? Let's go. Let's go. Maybe, um, can we, like... Maybe if we water the trees and show them that we're, you know. Oh, we're man, not... these are the chillest trees ever. These trees are so cool. <laughs> Have a hint of holy water left. Okay. You want to pour one out for your homies? I will sprinkle some on the homies. Okay, you sprinkle the trees? Yes. Okay. You, you get some water out, and you pour it on one of the trees. Yeah, boy. Just a little bit of holy water. Nothing really happens, though. For the homies. Lark's gonna slowly walk up to the, the biggest tree he, he sees and uh, please hug it. <laughs> He's not. Just give it a hug, Lark. Lark, no, as you're no. walking forward toward one of these trees, your foot catches on a root and you fall. <laughs> oh. I fall. Oh, Ooh. no. Uh, oh. oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to kick you. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> Oh. Like the awkward guy talking to the animal backed into a corner. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm. I'm. I'm friends with Guy, and uh, and and Kelly. Guy's just just going to town on his loot over there. And and Jim, like, they're all here because I brought them here, and and I I know them, and I'm gonna put both hands on a tree. <laughs> Kellen, you know this is not going to have any effect. <laughs> Eventually, I, I put my face on the tree. I'm just going to tell you straight up. This has kind of been hilarious, but uh, <laughs> this is not going to help any. You're just going to have to really give it some time. And like what just happened, Lorik, you tripped. It's going to test you. The forest is going to test you. And how you react is ultimately how you're going to either receive the sanction or not. We should just get going. Okay. Oh, no. Oh my God. Let's go. Guys, if you just stick close to me, I promise you I will get you through here safely. Okay? That, that sounds like a great great plan. And Lark's going to like stutter step, like try to hip hop his way over without tripping again and get right up next to Kellen, uncomfortably close to Kellen. Kellen just kind of reaches his arm around uh, your hip. I guess Lark right. puts one on your head. Oh, okay, this is weird, but all right. Sounds good to me. So the five of you go walking deep into Fallen Grove. Lorik and Kellen just kind of holding each other tenderly. <laughs> Jim and Guy just walking along with a smile on their face. And Servants 
looking warily from side to side, waiting for something to jump out from behind every shadow. And that's where we're going to end it this week. We're all going to die. So this has been Make Believe Heroes. Welcome to Fallen Grove. We hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, you should do us a huge favor. You should leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You should also follow us on Twitter. If you haven't done so yet, go to Twitter, look us up. We're capital M-B-H podcast. You can see that in our show notes, and there's actually a link there if you want to just click that. It'll take you right to our Twitter page. You can follow us there. Follow us and give us some retweets. You know, Spread the word about our show. That's the only way that we have to share news about our show right now. We haven't done any sort of paid advertising or anything yet, so... If you want to help out the show and you're a fan, you like what we're doing, then help us out by sharing. I do want to remind you, we are having a giveaway for our two t-shirts. Just tweet with the hashtag at MBH shirt to enter that with a link to the show and a reason why you like the show. And we'll enter you in for that drawing, which we're going to do sometime soon. So not much longer to get that done. And of course, if you want to get a question in for the Q&A episode with Sir Vance, Jeffrey, then send us an email or tweet at us with a question or comment for that Q&A, which we're going to be recording tonight. So if you have any questions about Sir Vance's origin episode, any comments, now's your chance to get that on the show. And we are going to be recording that tonight, so make sure you get those in today. And of course, if, as usual, if you've enjoyed the sound effects used in this episode, you can find most of those on BattleBards.com. So I guess that does it for us this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.